Hi, and welcome to Journeys to Belonging podcast with host Dr. Eileen Winokur, featuring awesome educators and leaders who share their journeys, advice, and personal stories about feeling a sense of belonging. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Journeys to Belonging. Today on my podcast, I have uh, the third of three refugee leaders that I've told you I'm going to introduce you to and talk to about their individual stories and how they decided to start the kind of work they're doing in Kakuma camp with the refugees uh, and promoting their way of uh, improving life in the settlement. And so today I have with me Matabishi Tito John. And Matabishi, I've started calling him Mata. Welcome. Okay, thank you, Eileen. Yeah. I didn't really say too much about you, so please uh, tell our listeners a little bit more about your story and, um, and anything that you want about yourself. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I'm Matabishi Tito John. I'm a refugee in Kakuma camp. I'm from Democratic Republic of Congo. And uh, I'm uh, the founder of Kakuma Vocational Center. I came to Kenya in the year of 2012. And then the same year I received my diploma in our country. And due to the insecurity in my home country, I decided to find refuge here in Kakuma camp. Mm -hmm. I have been here for eight years now. During this time that I'm here, I started undergoing various trainings. I achieved a certificate in, in counseling. That was my first certificate that I achieved here in the camp. I achieved also a certificate in case management with JRS. I achieved a, a certificate in applied human rights with in zone from the University of Geneva. I achieved also a certificate in setting up a non-profit body with the Philanthropy University. And uh, there is also some other courses that I did. I did also computer application. I achieved also certificate in computer application with uh, Dombosk. I achieved also a certificate in Android devel development and uh, front-end web design with Andela community. And then I, I started working with some community-based organization. I was been vol volunteering with them. And then I got my first employment of working with the community with NCSK. It is a national uh, organization. It is for Kenyans. I was working as a community mobilizer where I worked for three years. And then I had to find an ICT-related job with Xavier Project. There I was working as a, an ICT trainer. Yeah. Yeah, and ICT and computers and web development or app development seems to be something that you really ha are passionate about, right? What, what did, did you have this interest before you came to 
Kakuma, or since you took the courses in ICT, it uh, sparked your interest? Yeah, since I, I take the course, now it attracted mm -hmm. me, and then I say I have to, to become an expert in computer. That is when I yeah. started, and then after completing the computer application, then I say I, I can't stop from here, and then I have to continue. And then I, I start doing research on where I can get the platform, where I can learn advanced skills of a computer. And then I got Andela community, and then I start Android development and front end. When I, the time that I complete Android development, and then I start also front end web design. Okay, yeah, so you, that's, that's sort of the, what pushed you or was your purpose in starting uh, KVC, Kakuma Vocational Center. So tell us a little bit about that. When did, when did KVC start and what is your focus or your purpose? Because it's a bit different from Anore's and Ketala's. Yep, it's different, yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. I got motivated to start this community initiative when I was still working with NCSK as a community mobilized. During that time, when I was meeting with various community members, I noticed that there was a problem with the Kakuma refugee camp population, especially children and girls, also mm -hmm. young, young mothers, including social cultural, social economic and uh, educational challenge. Yeah, I found that they, they were lack of support just after they, uh, for young mothers, after they became mothers, uh, after they become mothers and uh, or getting neglected with their husband just because of they don't have engagement and they can't live ind independently as they, they have no reliable skills that can help them creating source of income for themselves. Right, yeah. So yeah. What, what are some of the programs that you started? You, you started about a year and a half ago in 2018 or 2019? Uh, yeah, I started, it was in 20, 2018. Mm -hmm. There after I noticed that, there I, I, I asked myself even a, a question on what, what can I do for these people? Mm -hmm. And then it was, it was on the 14, I remember, it was July on the 14, 2018, when I was sitting at home during night, that an idea came to my mind that, yes, I have something to do. And then I pick a book and pen and start noting down. And uh, I said, I can have a class of tailoring for these young women. By then, I had no resource, but yeah. I, I, I felt like I had to do. I gathered the, the little money that uh, I was getting from NCSK for monthly incentive, and I bought three sewing machines. By then, I had a friend who was an expert in, in tailoring, who had good skills in tailoring. I asked him to, to favor me with the training, then he agreed. And then we went ahead and filled the, the first request to, to one of the church because we, we were not having the space. And then we filled a, a request to the church how they can assist us with the space where we can, we can start. Mm -hmm. And then, thank God, I was granted a space. And then uh, I mobilized some, of, some mothers that I had already 
identified and they shown an interest and then I started the class of tailoring that way. And are you are you still conducting those in in uh, in the center or in your in the church? Are, are there still some women taking those classes? They are at the center. They, we are conducting them at the center. The class is conducted at the center now, behind the church. Okay, so yeah, because your the center is right uh, next to the church or behind the church, as you said. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Then the, yeah. the next idea that you had, and that's when you reached out to me, it was about a year ago, I think it was in October or November last year. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you reached out to me and you said, I had never met you before. In fact, I had to ask about you and uh, just to know who you are. And uh, you asked about starting something, you had this idea about starting something where you could teach students youth design skills so where did that idea come from mata yeah the idea also come that at the same time where there was still a problem with the the children in the community that after them coming back from school there was they were spending time mostly in the the street copying negative behavior and then for, mm. for that, therefore, I, I, I said to myself, can't I do something for these children, and then mm -hmm. which can occupy them just after they, their schooling hours? And that, after that, I got an idea. And then I joined, there was a, a, a Facebook group that I joined. And then I, I was, after joining that group, from that group, I started a private chat with the, the member of that group, but most mm -hmm. of them couldn't not reply to my, my chat. Suddenly, when I just sent you a hello, thank God you, you, you did reply to, to my hello. You also said hello. And then you asked me whether I am I'm, I'm a friend with, I can remember you asked me if I'm a, I'm a friend with Kitala. Mm -hmm. Then I said yes. That is where I started. And then after that, but I can't remember, but I, I, but I can remember some of the things I sent my, after that one, one day, it was one day before, I sent you my request of supporting uh, for supporting in whatever I was doing, and uh, you proposed to me that whether the the children can do critical thinking. I I felt it was uh, a relief for me because I was almost running out of uh, activity to occupy these children. And then I I I promised you to talk to the to them then the next day and. Then I will, I, and then I promised you I, that I will come back to you with, for, for the feedback. Right. And then I came back to you with a positive feedback after consultation with the children. One day after, you asked me to share with you my email after we agreed that I will conduct that training. Yes, yeah. So basically what happened is, oh, and what are the ages of the youth that you're helping mostly, uh, Mata? Yeah, the youth that I'm helping, they are from 10 to 18. 
10 to 18 years old. Okay, yeah. And yeah. this is an after-school program. And I think you yeah. came to me with, with a fairly, a, a more ICT-based project that needed a lot more funding. And because I was already funding uh, Kitala yeah. and, and Honore, and I didn't Honore, feel yeah. that I could help you, but I wanted to do something. And yeah. around the same time, I had taken or watched a webinar through Participate uh, by okay. uh, someone, uh, Nisha Rahim, who is with a Bitspace Chicago. And okay. I reached out to, once you had told me what you were interested in doing it, that students were okay with sort of creative thinking or design thinking. And uh, so I reached out to her and she went back to her company and Bitspace is a maker company. And basically they have several curricula that support using wood and tools and other supplies to create games. And the curriculum okay. follows, uh, well, I'll let you talk about a little bit more because you actually uh, did the curriculum. So she was able to provide the curriculum at a, a, a cost that they would normally give to an NGO, which was really appreciated. And so um, you take it up from there, Mata. When did you start the course? Because you've had several cohorts now. And what was that first cohort like? Uh, our first cohort started, it was in, in it was a March. It was early March, but the first fund came, it was a, at the, the end of the month of February. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then we started the class, the first cohort, it was uh, in March. Right after one month, COVID-19 arose also. And then, therefore, we, we couldn't not complete as it was planned. We closed right. the activity, but you did not stop from there. Later on, Later on, we, we shared with you the needs of having again the internet at the center. Mm -hmm. And thank God, with your blessing again, the idea you got supported and you sent the money to, to me for the installation and supporting for the six months. And explain yeah. a little bit about the course and what the students do. So from from day one, how long it lasts, and what? Because I think it's it's a it's it's a wonderful class because it teaches them so much. So, what do, what do they do? Because you're on cohort two or cohort three now. Yeah, we 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 have run now cohort. We are now in cohort two, but by next and week we are finished, right? So so what do they do? What how do they start? Because they don't know anything when you start, right? Yeah, for us before we start, we I I did first the the training. I myself, as a mm -hmm. trainer, first I did first the training. There was a training that, that there was a it was online that you you pay for us. It was I I think I don't remember how I, if it was how much, but I remember you you pay for us. Yeah. The course, and then I, and then I start. I enrolled on it, and then I start learning. After I finished, and then I, I start teaching them. I mobilize the student, and then I, mm -hmm. I start. Now the course itself, it is, it is, it's design thinking and, uh, and uh, critical thinking, where they create games by using wood. 
so you took the course just to see what it was and yeah. then you finished the course and you said that's really good then then we purchased some of the supplies locally right yeah and yeah. you start the students off from scratch because they don't do they know how to use the tools or any of it no they they was not even aware they, even to see even seeing the tools they was not even aware about those tools and then oh, really? we started from yeah 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 because the course has module key seven mm -hmm. it is for wiki 10 but wiki seven and wiki seven eight nine and ten they are mixed and then with the wiki one it shows how you are going to use these tools and then we start from there by showing them these tools are supposed to be this we teach them safety first after safety then we, we start showing them within these tools you can do this and this after that and then we start we start wiki two where we start now cutting creating and then really they become creative that is yeah so that each each one of the games is slightly different yeah what are some of the tools that they use yeah they use drill for them to make the the all they use mm -hmm. also they use also jigsaw and there is those other materials that they use mdf there is so many kind of mdf there is they have number it depends with the inches mm -hmm. that is how they yeah, yeah. so they, they're really building it from scratch but i believe i saw some drawings so they actually go through the design process first they just don't go from using the tools and then get the wood they learned how to measure uh what else did they learn how to do yeah first of all they they measure first because mm -hmm. they have to know first how to measure after after measuring then they start cutting after cutting like for now they are now creating the 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 this the, the, the small car with with woods yeah yeah so there are two different uh curricula that you got one is make it uh race it and yeah, the other and one make go ahead and another one it's make it play it Mm -hmm. Yeah, now within this make it race where they that is where they they create the those small car the table with the table which can move and also within this 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 make it play it that is where they create a game but the, the game itself it has where to win you play and then you win after they mm -hmm. measure after they measure it then they there is because we use these wheels for for the car to, to move for this vehicle to move this small vehicle right. to move yeah we right. use these wheels yeah yes yeah and safety is you mentioned that they learn safety before they're even allowed to use the tools because of course you know if they're 10 to 18 years old and they've never seen these tools before it could be very dangerous uh, with having you know several students at the same table so I thought it was really fantastic that part of the course is teaching safety, wearing the glasses, uh, the special glasses, and uh, how they need to hold and move away from each other when people, you know, when the other students are building things. Um, you have quite a few pictures, so hopefully we'll be able to share those pictures also. What, what was the reaction of the students uh, during the course? What, what do they say? 
Yeah, first of all, the first day that they joined, they was they was like they will there was fearing. Let me say they was fearing because those machines they have never oh. seen it. Yeah, oh. and then the, the the second day, the the time that we start teaching them safety, then they say, wow, it is like this, which means this mm -hmm. course it is so so amazing. And then we, mm -hmm. we start the course. The students were so amazing, really. Yeah. And then they yeah. started brought okay. now they started brought the other children in the community. While mm. we, we yeah, that is why even we were we were having a big number in the time that I told you that in the per class we have only 10, but these others we can't accommodate them. We have to wait yeah. to put them on the waiting list. It was because of that after them seeing the work of these games, then they started brought the uh, the other students, the other children in the community. Right. Yeah. So now they all want to do it, and you said they they come every day. Their attendance is very good, right? Yeah. 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 They are very yeah. good. They are, they are attending very well. Yeah. I imagine they yeah. want to complete their project. So. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. then, lately, you you know you you were happy with the the bit space curriculum, but then you wanted to do something else. So what was your next idea? Yeah, the next idea now was to do, it's to do now make a space mm -hmm. where they will be running coding and to create robots. So that's, that's what we're trying to fund right now is we're trying to get you going with some laptops and yeah. some, some devices. Uh, so that you yeah. can put together the uh, robots. And when you talk to the students about what they wanted to do next, this was something that they were very, very excited about, right? Yeah, they told us that they need at least a next level because they, they, they want even to create something which can move itself. Okay. That is, that is where now the idea comes that if we put this makerspace, this will be good to them. I think, and this would be the first makerspace, I think you said, in all of Kukuma, correct? Nobody else has yeah. one? Yeah, the same to the, yeah, the same to the other course. Uh, let me say our, 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 our project, the, this bit space, this critical thinking and design thinking, they are unique in Kakuma. Oh wow! They are really unique. Yeah, because yeah. in school they don't, they don't learn that way, do they? Okay, you know, people people doesn't know. Yeah. People doesn't know. You know, people. Some people are focusing with uh, the activity which can help the mm -hmm. the youth who are mature. They don't remember these children who are who are growing. Yeah. That this should assist, should help, can help this children yes. in their future yes yeah, yeah because it certainly is going to help them with their thinking at school and then yeah. for them to be able to do something after school because it's very difficult after they finish the high school if they finish the high school to go on to the university or college right Mata? Uh -huh. go ahead yeah like here in Kakuma it is difficult for refugee to go to university it's really difficult but within this 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 vocational these trainings that we are giving them, it is really helping them. So yeah. so the the women the women that are trained in the tailoring are able to make their own 
income, right? Because they're yeah. able now, they have a vocation, they have a skill. And yeah. that's what you're hoping to do for the children is to keep them occupied after school, keep them out of getting out of trouble. Because I know as, uh, as Kitala mentioned, there are so many nationalities in Kakuma. I think yeah, there are yeah, more, yeah. Than more than 20 now. And some of them used to be uh, on either side of a battle before. And so sometimes, uh, uh, especially with the youth, sometimes they have problems be between them. So if they have some kind of activity or some purpose after school, then this will keep them occupied. It also gives them a different kind of mindset because they're constantly creating and thinking about what, you know, what can I do next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even this, within this, it, it helps again even to, to reduce those conflicts. Because once they are meeting in one place, that is where now they create friendship. So you have yeah. many different nationalities uh, going through the bit space, right? Uh, we have four nationalities, yeah, four nationalities. We have wow. people, from, people from Somali, we have people mm -hmm. from Uganda, we have people from Sudan, we have mm -hmm. people from Congo. There are five, and we have people from Burundi. Wow, so it's amazing, you know, and as as more people come to Kakuma and there's still, you know, a low chance for, like you said, you've been there uh, in the camp for eight, eight years now. And so, yeah, you know, and it's wonderful what you did, you know, you took your own income to start the vocational tailoring program. And yeah. now what you're looking for is some assistance from other people to really make your dream come true, which is to be able to offer ICT and uh, maker space for, for mm -hmm. the youth in the camp. So yeah, so we'll, we'll add all of that information at the end. Uh, we'll add it in the show notes and how they can get in contact with you. Amata, is there anything else you wanna tell us? Are, is there a particular story about any of the children? or anything that you want to tell us in terms of advice or things, other things that people know about what you're doing there or what's happening in Kakuma? First of all, I need first of all to express my humble gratitude to you for the support provided and the trust built to, toward us. Really, really, madam, you just did know me from, from social media and you did mm -hmm. not care how, how I'm going to, to spend your, your money. And now see, if you can see where we are now, how we are able to help this marginalized refugee who are, who are just coming and those who have been there since, like those who have lost hope of life, really God can, God bless you really, madam for the, the wonderful that you for the wonderful work that you are you are doing with us the refugee community need the the people like you to help restore restore their lives we are looking to start our maker space in the same to, to social emotional learning for for the parent yes if we i can... forgot to mention that that was a new idea that you said in the evening when the students yeah. are all finished uh, tell us a little bit about that. I forgot to ask you about that. Okay. 
the idea also came because you you found here like the way we are living here the the um, the, the condition that we are living in here in kakuma mm -hmm. it is not good it's like if you will found a parent has children but they don't care with their children they live with their children for example we will found student we will found the children are just moving in the the street in the community while they have parents who can put them near and then they start showing them you have to be like this so that in your future you you become this and this but that is why now we i came i came up with this idea of teaching them this parent how they can live with their their children you know yeah. i think it's because parents don't need the guidance and yeah. it's difficult it's difficult to know what to do with children uh, especially because they don't have their home communities, they don't have their usual support systems of their families and so forth. And all of them, all of you have been through very traumatic situations because that's why you left your home homes. You wouldn't have left your homes if things were fine there. And so figuring all the trauma that you've been through and the fact that many of you have been there for a very long time and especially the children many of them probably have been born and in kakuma and don't know anything else and also for the parents it must be very difficult because maybe they aren't working maybe they don't have sufficient income uh, who knows what's going on with them personally so i think it's a wonderful program and your hope you said you have a facilitator i'm so impressed mata that uh, all of you have found people who have expertise and who have knowledge and are allowing them to share with others. Uh, there are so many educated people in the camp and so many people who are looking to learn all the time. Like you said yourself, you've got many certificates, you, you looked into many different programs, you volunteered. Uh, and I think it's wonderful as an example to others of the kinds of things that people can do in spite of the fact that the conditions in the camp are very, very difficult. And this gives hope to others. So we're really excited because then you're able to hire people and give them an income for doing something that they already you know, have knowledge about. So you've hired a, you're going to hire a facilitator and hopefully get started next month, right? Even there is something that I didn't mention. Thank God, our our among our staff, eight have signed now the, their contract to this within this month. You know, we let them volunteer for a while, and then yeah. when the when you see that they're really doing the job, then really they deserve to get a salary that uh, yeah. shows them motivation and also shows them that. We appreciate what they're doing and the fact that, you know, they have skills that other people don't have and they're sharing those skills. And of yeah. course, they're, you know, they're very happy because then they're able to go home with their salaries and be able to, you know, help the economy in the camp and help uh, their families out. So it's been really wonderful. You know, I, I tell people in this world right now, we really need to try to help one person at a time and, that is when you, and when you help one person like yourself like honore like katala they yeah. end up multiplying that help and that hope 
because of your ideas, your entrepreneurship, uh, your creativity, and the fact that as someone who's living in the camp, you know exactly what the needs are. And rather than yeah, bringing yeah. in programs from outside that might not work or might not have a, a result, you know exactly what programs are needed. And they really don't cost a lot. They're not very expensive. That's what I was so surprised about. So hopefully we can get your makerspace started. In the meantime, the group of cohort two is getting ready to uh, finish their bit space. And so yeah. we'll put out some photos and hopefully some videos and um, perhaps even talk to some of the students about what their experience was. Uh, I think that would help people know about how much of an impact it's having on them for their creative thinking and just for their excitement about learning something different and making them feel important and uh, impressed about themselves, giving them self-esteem. Uh, Mata, we're almost out of time, but uh, do you have anything else you want to share? What, what I can say, it is, uh, uh, Madame, really, in English, it is said that everything you do with me, it is uh, against me. I will encourage the, the idea of supporting Grace Truth and the CBOs because everything we are doing, we do them with the, the community, and then right. for the community. We involve them in every decision. We make for them for their benefit to, to make feel and uh, understand that our future is, mm -hmm. is in our hand. Yes, oh, that's so important, Mata. Thank you. Uh, that's a, a wonderful way to end. The last thing I always like to ask my guests is, where can people find you, either on social media or where's the best place to find you? I'll also include it in the show notes, but in case people want to look for you right away, where should they look? If people want to find us, they can find us in social media. We have, mm -hmm. uh, we have a Facebook page, which is Kakuma Vocational Center. And we, okay. also have, we also have Twitter, which is at KVC45. 96-60-42. Okay, and that's kind of long. Yes. So what I'm going to do is make sure to include it in the show notes in case anybody missed it. And they'll be able to see because you've been posting photos and some videos and things like that. And then I'll also include that in the show notes too, as much as I can. And otherwise you'll be able to go to social media and find Mata. Mata, okay. thank you so much for being my guest today. It was really delightful. Thank you, too. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you're inspired by what you heard, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about belonging, check my website, Journeys to Belonging, that's Journeys number two belonging, dot webstarts.com. See you next week.